following up on, on Tuka Rask's statement this morning that he has decided to uh, to leave uh, the NHL playoffs and bubble and, uh, and head to be back with his family. Big news today. The Bruins announced this morning that goaltender Tuka Rask has opted out. He has gone home. Proud of Yarrow for uh, answering the call uh, on short notice. Proud of the young guys that are playing. And proud the way the whole team played. You're right after Yarrow. So, you know, he tried to get the clear. Um, they read it well, but right away on the bench, Brad Marchand stands up. Hey, that's not gonna, you know, that's not gonna hurt us. Oh, gets to it, broken up. It's David Krejci. 35 seconds left. Lead pass. Marchand ahead of the pack. He'll put it away. Brad Marchand gets the goal. 30.9 seconds left. Three to one. Boston. Jake DeBrusque in alone and scores. Yep, he's been dominant at the faceoff dot. And the victim usually has been Bergeron. Nordstrom to the Clifton, he scores! Gives it away to Cruz, the long indirect. Marshawn's in alone! He scores! Brad Marshawn! Cross, Krejci, low for Kasha to DeBrusque, and it's 4-2! A goal-scoring explosion for Boston in the third period! There it is. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to number episode number 121. We got Batch in studio. We got Xanadu calling in. We're going to get right into it. Once again, I wake up. I start my day. I get an update that the Bruins are going to have Tuka Rask not play, or Tuka just doesn't want to play. Is that what happened? Yeah, Tuka just decided. Tuka just said no. Nah, I'm all set. I'm good. He said he's done. done. Okay, so Tuka Rask has opted out of the rest of the playoffs, and at first I buried him. I could tell his heart wasn't in it from the start, and he's just, he's bailed out on his team so many times, it's like hard at this point to defend him. Now, the Bruins media has said, like everyone around him has said that they just wanted, like he wanted to go with his family, and there are reports that he had a family emergency, but no one really knows what the hell is going on. So Cassidy went as far as to say he wouldn't rule out Rask returning later on, depending how far we go in the playoffs. No. At this point... I don't know what the hell to think. Batch, what do you have to say about Tuka Rask? It's over. It's done. Just move on. Enough's enough. Like, your team's playing their balls off in front of you, night in and night out, and you decide midway through a series that you don't want to be there anymore? After you said already that it doesn't feel like playoff hockey, it feels like an exhibition, you decide, nah, I'm going to go home. And then your coach says he might be coming back? No way. No. I mean, his if, if comments didn't case, help him. If that was the case where he wanted to be with his family, that's fine. That's fi- But don't show up in the first place. Just stay home. No one's going to rip you apart for just staying. Saying, no one's ripping Dante Hightower, are they? No. No. Just stay home then. Yeah, I agree. Zana, dude, what are your thoughts on Tuka's decision? Oh, I got lots of thoughts on Tuka's decision. First <laughs> thing, I'm just so pissed off at him. For not just giving us what's going on. He gave us this middle of the road uh, family 
is most important. Could you either just tell us, like, someone got into a car accident so we can all be like, all right, yeah, we'll deal with that. Or, like, I miss my family so that we could blast you so I can know exactly what about my personal values I want to project on your family situation. So could you give us that? And so without any of that, I'm going to the worst-case scenario as far as took a rat. It's about time. You know Hell yeah. Your, your point of view or your job is to win the Stanley Cup, and that's why I root for you. Because I watch the Bruins to see them raise that trophy, and if you are not part of that, you're dead to me. That's why <laughs> you're dead to me. You're dead. If you're not helping us win the Cup, you know what? Steven Tamper was the only other Bruin to have opted out of the bubble. We're not talking about him. He is now as uh, is now as useful to the Bruins winning the Stanley Cup as Steve Tamper. That's right, dead to me. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, for me, I will say this about Tuka Rask: if it was just that he wanted to see his family and there's nothing wrong, shame on him. I mean, you could have opted out, as Batch said earlier, and I would have understood that point. But his comments certainly didn't help him. And, I mean, it's just, I don't know how he's going to be able to look his um, teammates in the face. Yeah, how are you going to come back? I mean, how do you how do you come back from this if you're him? And now there's all these rumors because he's not actually telling everyone this is what's going on. So now people are saying that he might retire. That, that like, he really is done. Like, he's Fine. just done. And how, as an organization, like Don Sweeney, how... As an organization, do you look at him and be like, you're our future? You can't. You can't. Yeah, it's rough, I man. mean, I knew the end was coming eventually with the guy, but it's, you know, I, I don't know. I don't get it. All right, so we're going to move past this for now because we could do an entire podcast oh, on just two caress. Yeah. But the Bruins played last Saturday at noon. I know it feels like a million years ago, as we already said to each other before this, but the Bruins looked a bit on edge the first 10 minutes. Halak made a bunch of saves. We started hitting the crap out of them to finish the period. No team scored, but it was good back-and-forth hockey. This was the most both teams looked like it was the playoffs in any of the other games. The second period, we were on the power play to start and immediately cashed in. Krejci from the blue line passes it off the boards to Marshy, who shoots. Puck goes off the goaltender, and Coyle in the perfect position bats it out of the air. dude, what did you think about that goal? That was what they needed, that Halak came out there and he, you know, first playoff game in a while, and he needed something. He kept a minute. Carolina was, was pushing hard for those first 10 minutes. That was the only time I really felt like Carolina had a chance. And he bats that thing out of the air and just, just that sense of relief. That, like, you guys went out there and you got him a goal. You got Halak the lead. And now, from that point forward, that game is the Bruins' game to win or lose. They controlled their own destiny because they went out there and they scored a goal and took the lead early. I agree. Batch, what did you think about that goal from Coyle? I agree 100% with everything he just said. That, you know, they got the stops they needed the first 10 minutes, right? So they could weather the storm and, you know, work out the kinks and everything else. And then... That was huge. Come out in the second period and get a nice goal. Now you get the lead. Now you can try to extend it rather than playing from behind like they seem to have been with Rask. I agree 100%. So once again, back and forth they went. 
They had some good chances at both ends of the ice. Multiple post hits. Multiple people were hit, but there was no score. Uh, which brings us to the third period. And about a minute and 16 seconds in, the third line pays off again. McAvoy gets it to Coyle, who takes the shot. Corrali tips it in. Bruins up two to nothing. Batch, tell me about this third line. They were buzzing. Heating up. Absolutely buzzing. Whoa. I liked Corrali on the, in the wing spot. Loved it. Yeah, I thought it was good for him. Yes. Good for that line, too. Absolutely, 100%. Xanadu, the third line's heating up. Tell me about it. Oh, I did. Just I, I looked at first. I went, did Coyle score the other one, too? No, it was Corrali. It was but close. Coyle set him up like, like they, this line show up. We've said, like, this team needs depth, depth scoring, obviously, because where the beef is the first line. And this is how the Bruins got, got as far as they did the playoffs last year. Guys like Coyle and guys like Corrali showing up. This gives me hope because those guys, if they're putting the puck in the net, then other teams, you, know, you can neutralize Bergeron all you want. Exactly how much energy are you going to devote to shutting down Shally Coyle? And it turns out you actually have to devote a lot if you want to win a hockey game. Yeah, he's a big boy. And when he starts moving with authority, he's, he's tough yeah. to handle, especially offensively. Now, Halak was close to a perfect game, like as close as can be. But before he went to pass it out of the zone, (laughs) and unfortunately, Niederreiter caught the puck, and he put it in an empty net. It was a careless mistake, but you know what? Tim Thomas used to do this crap a lot, and I didn't put it against him because he used to get it going, so I'm not going to put it against (laughs) Halak. Batch, what did you think about it? He just, just couldn't help himself. <laughs> he, just, like, he just wanted to give them a chance. Yeah, he just wanted He to, gave him a goal. He's yeah. like, you know what? You guys are trying. He was just trying to get the puck out, I suppose. <laughs> it just didn't work out. I mean, he tried to rip it in yeah. his defense. I mean, he he lifted yeah, it. He tried he to rip for it. it. Yeah. But it just didn't work out. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it doesn't. Xana, dude, how pissed were you on this? I, I was all. I was on my knees yelling at my TV going, I knew it'd be bad. No! No! What are you doing? What is wrong with you? I wanted to come out there and celebrate how awesome Halak is and now hashtag tainted memories because you basically put the puck in your own net. What are you doing? Credit to Brad Marchand for saying the right thing of all people. That was big. Yeah, and telling big. him to put it behind him and move forward. That could have been the backbreaker. That could have been the moment. And for about three minutes, Carolina had some life. And the Bruins said, no, no, you're not doing it. You, you, that, that is not going to affect us. We had a two-goal lead. Now we got a one-goal lead. You guys are not allowed back in this game. That's it. Uh, Batch, you look like you wanted to say something. How sweet would it have been if he got a shutout? Oh, it would have been great. After, after he was everything. there. I know. He was there. I know. It would have been awesome. Maybe but he's just friends with Rask. He just he wanted. Probably, yeah, he probably was like. It yeah, was on purpose. I'll help you out. I won't, I won't put it after him. So after the big mistake Halak made, multiple big time saves. Um, yeah, he even, there was at one point when he went out to get that winger and he diving poke checked him. Yeah. Rask would have never done that. Rask just moves back further, 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 further into his net. And by the way, I'm just going to say this really quick. Yeah. Tuka Rask gives you a better chance. I he believe does. he's a better no, he's all around a better goalie, goalie 
But Halak takes the chances that like Tim Thomas. I think Tuka Rask is a better technical goalie than Tim Thomas. No, he is. Yeah, definitely. So I. Tim but Thomas it's, was just you all need over that the place. grit. You need that like craziness Psycho. sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. So so I'll I'll say that. But uh, the Hurricanes rallied as Xander dude said late. But with the goalie pulled, David Krejci makes a beautiful pass as he always does to Brad Marchand, who puts it home. The Bruins win three to one. Batch, give me your thoughts on this game. That was just a huge, huge team win for them. I think if they came out and lost that game, would anyone really like? Would you have ripped them for that? Yes. Really? Yep. I probably wouldn't have. I, I thought this been, was like, the biggest game. Goalie. I thought that was the biggest game. Yeah, I'm, but you like your starting goalie that morning decides he's not. He's he's done. He's leaving. No you know, Pasternak. Yeah, so I, I could see them coming out and losing that game because they're disheveled, but they didn't look it. They looked like they were like, screw it. We're just going to go on without them. And they did. Xana, dude, give me your thoughts on the game. Oh, thank God they won. I'm sure there's a video of me running around screaming going, yeah! It's on the Instagram. That was a statement win. I think that they the Bruins showed that they can win like they played as close to a complete game as they've done so far 100 uh, i think yeah. cassidy spoke to they didn't really change much with whether tuco is in net or halak was in net i think they went out there and they just played their game and they showed that if they will just play their game consistently that the goaltender question mark isn't as big a deal because they can go out there and they can play and they can score goals. And if you don't have defensive breakdowns, then you just need your goalie to stop the puck as goalies are paid to do. Mm-hmm. You may not need $7 million if you would just not give up so many golden opportunities, which they managed to actually do. All of it's fair. All of it's true. I agree with everything. Um, first off, I'm going to say... We played better and with more fire in this game than I've seen us do since we've gotten into the bubble. Yeah. We outshot the Canes 39 to 30, better face-off percentage of 57%. The hits were nearly equal. Each team went one and five on the power play. I'll give one thing to the Hurricanes in this game. They blocked a lot of shots. <laughs> yes, they, they did. blocked 19 blocked shots is ridiculous. <laughs> so good for them. It probably hurt them in the next game. They were probably sore. But um, this leads us to the three idiots and the three geniuses of the game. I'm going to start. My number three idiot is Kasha. Ooh. He's gifted on being on the same line as David Krejci, who is out of his mind right now, and he has been given multiple scoring opportunities, but he cannot seem to bury any chances. In this game, zero points on the game with nearly 15 minutes of ice time doesn't work for me, and that's all I'm going to say about that. Batch, who's your number three idiot? Anders Bjork. Number three? Yes. <sighs> Too many penalties. <sighs> and there's a reason Cassidy sat him. Okay. Because he got the third penalty, if you remember. He got the third penalty. And, uh, yeah, Cassidy just was like, that's oh, it. Oh, I'm aware. I'm all, you're all, that's it. So I get take you. Take a seat. So, you get benched in the game, you're an idiot. I think you're a bigger <laughs> idiot than number three, but I get you. Xana, dude, who's your number three idiot? So, so I'm going to preface that you guys always look big picture, and I think of the moment where I went, you idiot! Hawak. He's going what Hawak. What are you doing? Exactly. <laughs> the turnover. Although, it was slim pick. I couldn't find much, so I had to put that as number three. 
like, you idiot! I can picture Big Scary yelling at the screen, screaming, idiot, who else would I pick as my number three? Oh, I, I can give you more. You what you want me to yeah. what do you want me to do? You want me to give you more? My number two idiot has something in common with Kasha, and he's on the same line and he had the same amount of points. Jake DeBrusque, number two idiot for me. He at times has been invisible unless he's making a huge mistake and he needs to figure it out. By the way, I had this obviously as this game. I have a feeling that that take that I just did is going to come back to haunt yeah, that me. That aged well, didn't it? <laughs> it? It aged as well as Eric's posts yeah. on Facebook. But uh, Batch, <laughs> Batch, who's your number two idiot? Halak. Okay. With the same idiot as Anna, dude, screaming at the TV. You damn idiot. I, just, I was like, look, he's on the list. Yeah. It was bad. It was. I agree. Xana, dude, number two idiot, go. With Bjork for the three penalties. Just what are you doing? Three? How do you get three penalties in a game? Like you had—that means you had to sit for a for ten percent of the entire game. Like what is wrong with you? Whatever you're doing, you're doing it wrong to get three penalties. Move your feet faster. My father always said, if you're taking penalties, it's because you're not moving your feet. I agree, one hundred percent. And uh, I think you guys are nuts for putting him at three and putting him at two because my number one oh, idiot no, is Bjork. He was given the opportunity to play with the first line, and he was so bad that they had to sit him by the end of the game. He ended up with seven minutes of total ice time, and six of those minutes were penalties. So oh, he was man. out there for a minute. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> and when you add zero points to that equation, that equals number out. one idiot. So, Batch, <laughs> who's your who's worse than that guy, Batch? Kukarask. Oh, come on. I could hear Xanadu banging things in the background. Care. He's getting you, upset. No, I don't care. Kukarask ain't even there. Yeah, does, you bailed on your team. Oh You're an idiot. God. You're an idiot. Don't even show up. He is an idiot, but he's he not there. He's the biggest idiot. Forever. He's the biggest idiot. Okay. Xana, dude, who's your number one idiot? Is it Tuka Rask? It is Tuka Rask. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby. D different different reasoning in the batch, though. More specific. He wouldn't be my number one idiot if he hadn't done it at 10 a.m. on game day with a noon puck drop. Then yeah. he, if he had done it the night before, he'd have moved down to like number two or three. Right. The fact that Halak gets a phone call uh, <laughs> two hours before puck drop, the fact that I got a Bruins email at nine a.m. saying that Kook was in net means that means that Kook, yeah, number one idiot. You generally give more than two hours notice when you quit a job. Wow, when Batch and Xanadu are on the same page, <laughs> something is ridiculous. Uh, so this brings us to the geniuses. We'll see how <laughs> how good you guys are with this. Uh, it was hard to narrow this down because obviously we had a lot of people that were doing a lot of good things in this game. Right. My number three genius is David Krejci. He okay. will always be a genius. His <laughs> line mates have been ineffective, and yet Krejci still produces points. He had an assist on the first goal. He had an assist on the game-winning goal. He's playing winning hockey, and he has been our most consistent player thus far. Batch, who is your number three genius? Yaroslav Halak. Okay. I thought he idiot made up. and genius yeah, in the same slot. Genius. I like he it. He played so well, he was a genius. Perfect. Minus that one mistake. Genius. I agree. Yeah. He could have been the number one for oh, me he if, if he just didn't. 
He would have been all three. Do the worst thing ever. I agree. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> the day Tuka Rask bangs in, he caps a shutout. Shitting me. Would have been great. Xanadu, <laughs> um, number three, genius, go. So I'm going to continue to not quite understand how a segment works. My number three genius is, ready for this, Tuka Rask. No. Because he left. He got the hell out. He knew he Exciting. wasn't going to be good, and he got the hell out now instead of after the Bruins lose the Hurricanes in five or six, saying, oh, my heart really wasn't in it. I really just missed my family. Rather than finding out later, he said, you know what? This sucks. I'm horrible. It's, it's like being in a relationship that you know you should just leave. He just finally said, I'm done. I'm out of here. And he did it before. For the, he dug a hole for the Bruins that they weren't able to get themselves. I like that a lot. It was shocking and it was truthful. Batch's face told the story on how he felt disgusted. Just don't even show up then. Okay, but like, he, but he's right. He left. Uh, he is and right. He's yeah, the reason he we won. Tuka right. Rask. If we win a cup, it's because of Tuka Rask. Because he left. Good for him. No, he knew Rask. that the only way to motivate his team is <laughs> oh to leave. God. Good for you, Tuka Rask. You did it. Good job. (laughs) I'm going to the number two genius, which is Brad Marchand. Pasta is still out. And since then, Marshy has come into his own, man. He's saving the day. He got the goal that ended things. He had an assist on the first goal. He's playing chippy, aggressive playoff hockey, and he's helping motivate the players around him, like you guys said, when he told Halak everything was going to be fine. I think Martian's on his way. I mean, he could have been my number one, but he's my number two genius. Batch, who is your number two genius? Uh, Charlie Coyle. Woo! Two points. Woo! An assist. He was all over the place. Okay. So... My number two genius. I like that. Wow. Xana, dude, number two genius. Go. Uh, so I went with Brad Machan specifically right. for the moment when he <laughs> just back. said, hey, you calm down. You're doing it. We, we screw, You screwed up, but he took control of that. That was a moment that, that screwed up goal was a just, it, it could have been the end of the game. And he showed leadership. He said the right thing. And not only did he say the right thing, but in his play, he did the right thing in order to keep the Bruins in that instead of letting that game fall apart. I agree. Sorry. we. <laughs> I'm sorry. We're a mess. Uh, my number one genius is the third line. Oh. Specifically, Charlie Coyle. Okay. He scored in last game. And this game, he was moving with purpose. He had his hands doing dirty work the whole game. He scored, and he assisted on Corrales' goal. The third line was all out the whole game, and they were a huge reason that we won. And I actually talked to Charlie Coyle after this game. Holy Moses. That's right. We have our inside sources, an actual source, Charlie Coyle. I asked him about the round-robin games, and I asked him what it was like playing in front of no fans. I'm going to read you his response. Charlie Coyle said, quote, Two Big Mouth Small Words podcast. (laughs) I'm glad the round-robin games are done with. I'm glad that we are on to games that actually matter now. It's definitely different with no crowd reaction, but we are doing a great job of internally motivating ourselves through the ups and the downs of this series. We wish the fans were there for sure, but we are going to adjust on to win number three. We will make it happen. End quote. Xanadude, what did you make of that? And who's your number one genius? Uh, number one genius was Charlie Coyle. How oh. did you give it to anybody else? He just he 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 scored he scored the first goal. 
he assisted on the second goal. Like, if, if you remove Charlie Coyle from that game, do the Bruins even win it? Like, he just he, – he, he was the hero of that game. He did what he wanted to. And I love that thing that he said that might either be from him or it sounds really well written by the PR department. But I'll take it as truth. No, it's him, man. I'm, I'm, I'm hitting him up. Well, I'm talking close. to him. These are these. I slid into his DMs, so it's him. Oh, good work <laughs> there, big Gary. Slid into his DMs, you say? That's right. Damn right. And uh, Batch, who's your number one genius? Uh, David Krejci. All right. Yep. I'll I never told, say no to that. <laughs> I told you last last episode. It's the resurrection of David Krejci. Wow. People are getting baptized. It's fair. I love it. You don't even need to say anything else. No. I just, I like that a lot. No. Now, I want to say real quick, because there were a lot of geniuses to go around. My honorable mentions are Halak and Cassidy. I felt bad that I didn't even have Halak on this list because he played so well. He did. And, like, he took the call. He played well. I, I feel bad I, he wasn't on there for me. And um, Cassidy put that third line together. So did, I yeah. have to be fair, and I have to give him credit for that. And this was a solid win for the Bruins, as you guys said. The only thing I'd like to see better is, is I mean, the power play. When you get five opportunities, you got to bury more than yeah. one. Which leads us to Monday's game. Feels like a lifetime away, but it was last night. It was. And the Bruins come out decent. They get some okay mm-hmm. looks. Mm-hmm. They uh, keep it down. The Hurricanes end for a while. And then about nine minutes left in the period, Justin Williams Ugh. puts it on net. And the first shot the Hurricanes take hits the back of the net. Batch, is Tuca in net or is it? It was Halak. He didn't come yeah, back, right? I, it w- I, I had to rub my eyes. It was Halak, sure. right? I'd do a double take. Yeah. Okay. It was Halak. Tell yeah. me about this. He had to have that one. I would say. Yeah, I was like, maybe he got screened a little bit, but I don't, I don't see it really. But it was, it was a Tuca rascal, that's for sure. Hundred percent. Uh, Zana, dude, what did you make of that goal? <laughs> just, just, oh. Yeah. Just, uh, no, no. Like, I'm looking at going, no, I just, I just thought your praises. The only thing you did wrong in game three was throwing the puck in your own net, which is bad, but we recovered. <laughs> and then game four, you give us a Kukaras special. Yep. What's wrong with you? Not just once. Could just be a Bruins curse. It, maybe it it's any goalie. <laughs> it's just it whoever's in is. there. It just happens. And the thing that the worst part about that goal is after that, the Canes turned it on oh, yeah, they were for flying. a bit. Uh, but neither team scored to end the period. So we go into the second period now. Solid hits by both teams. But the Hurricanes definitely looked a, a little bit better, I'd say, until mm. we got some power play chances. Yep. Solid looks all around. I mean, Marshy nearly tipped one in. Berge was shooting low the whole time, hitting that pad. And we were all over them. That is until. The play went the other way, and the Hurricanes get another goal. Jesus 12 Christ. minutes in, I swear to you, I looked at my mom, and I said, yeah, we're going to let one in here. And he <laughs> scored because they, I felt it. Like you I can. said, it doesn't matter who the goalie is. No, no. You know. You're like, well, we had so much time over there. Yeah, yeah. That's what and happens And now the goalie's the chilling, and he's like, oh, crap. I need to here play. Come. <laughs> and it And it happens. I think this one should have been saved again. I think it was yeah. a crappy one to let in when your team is so solid on the other end, so demoralizing. Xanadude, what happened on this goal? Uh, uh, you've been watching Tuka Rask. I, I just could groan. 
I mean, at this when this goal went in, the question that went through my head is, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> like, why is this what I'm doing for fun? Because this is not fun. Why do I watch Bruins hockey? Why do I watch them dominate for five straight minutes and then just give up a goal? Like, all right, two nothing. Like, why? Like, yet another opportunity because i start getting pessimistic once again emotionally unstable uh yet another opportunity to go up 3-1 in a series and they show up flat what is wrong with you people a lot the love of god don't just make it a one game thing you could have been great i hear you batch same thing you you also is negative on that one yeah he's got that yeah he's gonna have that one i'd say so killer it was a killer so after this goal the hurricanes turned it on harder oh they smelled blood in the water <laughs> they had solid chances but halak did make a couple of decent saves some big ones the period ends the canes are up two to nothing and i'm going to tell you guys something like xanadu said he's emotionally unstable you're negative what am i positive i am positive i was annoyed i looked at my mom and i said we're gonna win this game big i looked at her i said trust me she said, okay. And I said, trust me, I'm not nervous. We're going to win this game. And we go into the third period, seven minutes in. All oh, hell breaks oh, loose. Batch, our <laughs> prayers were answered <laughs> oh, finally. God. Kasha makes a solid chip pass up to DeBrusque, and he takes the diving oh, poke yeah. check. He obliterates DeBrusque. But guess what, Reimer? You're an idiot. You're a bum. <laughs> and DeBrusque, gutsy goal, man. He needed it so yes, bad. And yep. Batch, our boy, he gets on the yes. score sheet. How did it feel? Oh, it was unreal. It was great. It was like, I told you, it was the first time in all of this that's been going on that I was like, fuck yeah. It like, was great. Out loud was like amped up. I was like, here they come. Now it's over. It was so good. And Xan, dude, I can only imagine your reaction, but tell me about it. I, I, somewhere on Twitter, it's me going, yeah! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah! That, that, I, I was having shades of the 1980 uh, Miracle on Ice before I was born. When my, uh, Johnson scores at the end of the second period, and Trediak's sitting there like, what just happened to me? Like, like, you are, like what is wrong with Rimhole? I mean, Reimer. Like, what? And why did he come out and do that? You know what? I just love any time you can put James Reimer in net because it's just one more thing. If, like, the way we have shell-shocked that man, yep. like, what, what, why would you even play him against the Bruins? Like, I would put him in a bunker and keep him off the ice against the Bruins. All we have done is ruin his ability to get a good night's sleep. It looked good for two periods, but it did not look good in the third uh, because shortly after that goal, Charlie McAvoy absolutely buries Stahl. I mean, he buries Oof. him. It was just, Oof. to me, this changed the whole game. And I think even if he didn't get the hit, I think we would have been okay, but we wouldn't have yeah. done what we did. No. Because from that moment on, the Bruins hit their foot on the gas. They never took their foot off the pedal. Xanadude, what did you make of this hit? Charlie McAvoy hit Jordan Stahl so hard, he knocked Carolina out of the series. Wow. That oh. team is done. Like, I watched Jordan Stahl walk down the, uh, down the runway, and I was like, bye, and really, you're bringing your playoff hopes with you. And you could hear Brindamore after the, on the press conference just like, 
yeah, we suck. Like after after that, they're just like, yeah, we're 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 done. And I just I feel I feel so bad that that hit did not happen in a full arena because I either know. the guy oh. would have gone insane, or in theory it would have been in Carolina. They would have shut up. Just heard the entire awesome. place go, Ooh. <laughs> yeah, it was great. And then just five straight minutes of dead silence. Like, is he dead? He was uh, dead. Oh, that was that was just that, that was like we got we got playoff McAvoy. I know he's there. I knew there was a reason I bought a jersey with a seventy three on it, and that was just that's what is in him. And it was a clean hit. That's yep. the best yeah. part. They already said the NHL said no disciplinary actions. Thank hit. God, you never know. It's a perfect. You and, 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 never I know. know. A, oh, <laughs> I, I would have been great. He took he took the effort. His his uh, one of his skates stays on the ice. Like you can see him taking the effort to make sure yep. the other skate stays down. Clean hit. Dahl's got his head down. And welcome to the NHL. And welcome to the Stanley Cup playoffs. It was beautiful, man. Because three minutes later, Nordstrom gets the puck to Connor Clifton, who smashes an absolute bomb. The Bruins tie the game two to two. Batch. This is huge. At this point, I'm just. It's over. I'm oh, I'm like, feeling oh, here it. Here we go. <laughs> Art thou feeling it now, <laughs> Mr. Krabs? I was feeling it, dude. How were you yeah. feeling on this? Oh, I was. I was actually positive for once. Whoa. For I was like, I was like, this is awesome. I believe you texted me in all caps. It's happening. Yes, I did. <laughs> I did. Yeah. It's happening. That's what I said. <laughs> It was so good, dude. And a, and a minute and a half later, it's Tory happening. Krug went from being on my list of idiots to making a genius IQ pass what off a... the boards to Marshy, who dangles, he scores, vintage Marshy. And by the way, I have to bring this up really quick. They took a timeout. I know. And they came up They flat. took a timeout. Yeah. And where was that defense a minute and a half later? I mean, their coach has got to want to lose his mind. Oh, yeah. He has got to, like... He's probably like, just how we drew it up, though. Is that a boy? Unbelievable. (laughs) How do you come out flat after a timeout like that? Normally, teams come out buzzing after a timeout. I could not believe that, like... And good on Krug. Listen, this is the first time on my podcast for, I think, forever and a long time that I have sung Tory Krug's praises. Great pass. Unreal. Beautiful he saw it. He pass. went for it. It was really good. We should nickname him Sauce. Oh, Toy Krug. Yeah. Why not? Fuck it. Let's it was do a it. saucy pass. It was saucy. Oh my goodness, uh, Xander, dude, what do you think? Uh, so you've gone through two goals. So when they, I, I, I actually, when they scored the two-two goal, I, I, I was invoking the spirit of Batch. I looked at it. I went, "Don't give me hope, Bruins." <laughs> don't give me hope. Don't do this to me. Don't go too too because tying it up is great, but it's nothing. Absolutely nothing unless you go ahead. Unless you take the lead, then tying it up just meant you gave me a couple minutes of not feeling sad. But True. then Marty comes out and like you said, vintage Marty buries it and makes it 3-2. And now the Bruins are in the lead. And now the Bruins are just putting Carolina in the rearview mirror. And Brendan Moore has just got this look on his face like, so uh, can, I, can I leave Toronto? Is bar open? This is just a horrible experience for me right now. So you, you weren't confident in them, huh? When they, when they tied it? You kept thinking. You... Oh, I, I, 
Oh, hi, do, do you remember? Uh, yeah, was but, it? Do you remember game? What was it, game five? Four. Game you, four of the uh, St. Louis series yeah, when do, they were tied with like halfway through the third, and we're like, "All right, cool. Next goal wins." And then thirty seconds, I go, "I hope I'm wrong." I, I wanted to have hope. I wanted, but once again, emotionally unstable. Like I've been, they've done it to me too many times. They've tied it up. And I'm going, yes, and then they give up the soft goal like a minute later. I wanted to be positive, but they've just hurt me so badly. He was hurt. Tell him, Bash, talk. You do sound like me a little bit, but I don't feel that way about James Reimer. James Reimer doesn't scare me at all. Once they got the second one, I was like, this is, it's over. They're in his head now. Wow, you guys flipped roles. That's weird. James Reimer sucks. That's true. I did not consider consider that James Reimer was in net. I had not thought about that. I just had too many flashbacks to they gave me hope and then just punched me in the nap. I, that's how I feel. I understand. That, that's why I am the way I am about them. But I wasn't last night when I saw James Ryman give up that second one. I was like, oh, he's crumbling. I understand. I've been, ha- been hanging out with bats too much. About yeah, that. you guys you guys are picking the same yeah, idiots. Take that, Ryman, you, you guys bum. are picking a lot of the same things. This needs to stop. So at this point, Bruins are up 3-2, and my Apple Watch is telling me to breathe every 10 seconds. <laughs> it's telling me that it's dangerous. It's telling me to calm down. Years are being taken off my life. <laughs> my phone, I don't have enough time to text Batch and Xanadude and all the other, Eric, all the other people to be like, it's happening. I don't even have time because all of a sudden, you get Krejci to Kasha to DeBrus. The Bruins go up 4-2. to two. Nice Jack take, Edwards. Jack Edwards is literally like, His head they're, putting them, they're, 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 they're putting them to the, the ice. And I'm like, Jesus, this is all <laughs> happening so fast. I near, Me and my mom nearly burned Bridgewater to the ground. Xanadu, tell me about it. What happened here? <laughs> Wait a minute, what happened? DeBrus showed up. He did. DeBrus burying the puck. And, and, and I'm sure, once again, there's a video out there of me doing this. Yeah! <laughs> Four coups. One, yeah, yeah. great and with a few minutes left the hurricanes made it interesting by getting a lucky goal that redirected off a bruins defenseman but it ended shortly after that don't we're not even going to go over that the bruins win four to three right the bruins at one point in that period had 15 shots to the hurricane Zero. zero very dominant showing by the bruins in the end of that period the game though was far from perfect the bruins went 0 for 3 on the power play 48% on the face-offs. They had less hits. They had less blocks. But you know what? Hey, the Bruins finally showed me why I had so much confidence in them, why I said they were going to go and sweep it, and why I said they at best you were going to get five is what I told you. You did. And if Tuka Rask cared, I believe this would have been a sweep. So they won. That's all that matters. This brings us to our three idiots and three geniuses of the game. My number three idiot is Bjork. Uh, he can't get off my list of... He has replaced Krug now mm-hmm. on my list of idiots. Oh, he's the new Krug, okay. Ten minutes of ice time. Zero points. Nothing. You were so bad that Cassidy put Coyle up to the first line, 
And no matter where they put you, you cannot produce. So <laughs> it's hard. I, I see him at, at certain times skating as hard as he can, but he always loses the puck battle. He just doesn't do anything. And it, it's funny because I saw a thing on Instagram. The NHL sent me a thing that said, I sent it to you, said, I see you, Bjork. And I'm like, that's weird. He yeah. can do it in practice, oh, but yeah. he can't do anything in the game. So, you Batch, think- who's your number three idiot? Uh, Sean Corrali. Ooh. He was minus two. Okay. And he kind of kind of muffed the second goal. He probably should have been in a different spot than where he was when he was back checking. That's fair. I think I texted you about that. that if you, you did. If you we were, we replay, were looking. We was... were thinking about it. It's true. Um, Xana, dude, number three idiot. Who you got? Uh, he's still on my list for that wide open net. Crew. Corey Crew. It's true. You idiot. It's true. That there was wide open. Just, just hit that like. You know what you did? You caused me a period and a half of anxiety that didn't need to be there because if you had buried that, it would have been a one nothing game. Instead, I got to deal with being down 2-0. Bury your chances. What are we paying you for? All of that's fair. He yeah. was going to be oh, yeah. my number three. He was in it. He was in my so number three idiot, but he made that sauce pass to Marshan to get us to go three to two. That's the only reason I, I – but I understand, dude. I was texting oh, yeah. you the whole time about the uh, – that Internet. friggin' miss. Oh, oh, my goodness. That was bad. My number two idiot is Halak. I didn't love the first goal he let up. I didn't love any of the goals he let no. up. I, if I'm going to crap on Tuca, yep. <clears throat> then I'm going to be consistent, and I'm going to crap on Halak. So I, I just think everything was on him. He had an off night. He made some solid saves at times, but you know he'll get better as the games go on. I'm not right. going to be too down on him. He got the call. He wasn't expecting to be in this position, so... Unless he, like, gets torched in one of these games, I'm not going to really, like, crap on him too hard. Batch, who's your number two idiot? Bjork. All right. This looks... Does deserve this it. This looks lost. Like, he has no clue what's going on or where he's supposed to be. I agree with that. Xana, dude, number two idiot, go. Uh, go with a different name, Grizzlick. All right. Because I negative always one. go back... I go. I always go back and I look at the game film and say who was responsible. And once again, seems to be a theme on the second goal. Social distancing. Mm-hmm. He's reaching his stick out. Uh, uh, let me just put that puck away. I wonder if I could stop him from scoring a goal. You know what else would stop him from scoring a goal? Hitting him with your shoulder and separating him from the puck. So social distancing, once again, gets you on my list of idiots. You are the one place where you shouldn't be doing that. All right, that's true. I feel you. So we are now at number one idiot. My number one idiot isn't any one specific player. It's the Bruins' power play. Ooh, okay. You had a lot of chances, but in eight chances that you've had in the last two games with the man advantage you have converted only one i know the Pasternak is out but moving forward if this team wants a real chance to make a real cup run you cannot go one for eight on the power play batch who's your number one idiot Halak. wow number one yeah okay let up tough three, crowd let, well if if rask let up three softies he'd be my number one idiot uh, he's been my number one idiot for less so Halak, you got to have those stops. You do. It's fine. Leave him alone, though. Xana, dude, who's your number one idiot? No. So, so before I go to the idiot, I'm going to contradict you a little bit. 
this the 2011 Bruins, our favorite in Paul team. I don't want to hear it. I know where you're oh, going I know with this. I know I you're gonna, go- we're I a different team, it. buddy. I was going to say We're a different it. team. <laughs> I was going to say I know too. where you're going. All right, fine. I'll just go to my idiot then. Uh, my, my, my idiot is a whack for all the reasons that Bats gave. Like, I just, I you guys, strange if, if bedfellows. <laughs> if, if his offense didn't bail him out, if the final score of that game is 2 nothing, this is just an absolute halak. Rip that! It is. So oh, yeah. you, we're go, we're going all in because we're going all in on you, you should have had at least one of them. Mm-hmm. So I got to Charlie Coyle's DMs, but you guys getting in each other's or what's going on here? It's a secret. That okay, I just hey, you guys are agreeing a lot. It's usually me and Xander agreeing, but that's okay. This goes to our geniuses here. My number three genius was my number three idiot in the last one, which is Kasha. Yeah, I am good. glad that he made it on this list. Up to this point, I felt that the second line had failed David Krejci, but in this game, it was the exact Ooh. opposite. I mean, Kasha had two assists. Mm-hmm. He was great on the back check. I thought that he was involved the entire game. He looked like he knew what he was doing, and he looked like he knew what he wanted to do. And a lot of the other games, I felt like he hesitated. He wasn't comfortable. He was not comfortable. I, I don't think he knew exactly where he wanted to go. I think that this game, he executed accordingly to what he wanted, and that's why he's my number three. Batch, who's your number three? Uh, Connor Clifton. All right. That's fair. You know, he had a goal and an assist. Big goal. Too. And he hit. He hit oh, people, he was man. hammering people. He was. Hammering that's a good... People. I like that. I think... And by the way, I, I just really quickly... I don't want to see Lowe's on again. I don't want to see. I want to see Clifton. Not now. this year. Ride yeah. Clifton. Yeah. No, you don't need to mix it up anymore. We have our guys. I don't think they're gonna. Okay. I think they went with Clifton for a reason. I mean, he just there. he wants it. He looked good last year in the playoffs too when he played. He did. So. I like him. So I. That's a good genius right there. I like that. Xana, dude, who's your number three genius? Uh, I went with Brad Marchand. Oh. Just that okay. that breakaway goal, that move, vintage Marchand. That just watching him go in wholeheartedly believing that he is about to bury that puck. There was no doubt in his mind that he was going to score on that play. And like I said earlier, that made it 3-2. In that shot, he puts us into the lead, and now instead of being tied, the Bruins are just running away with this thing. So Machian, just for being vintage and being confident, Brad Machian. I agree with Xanadude. But I'm going to... Did you have something to say? No, I agree with okay. him. Okay, I agree with him, and I'm going to up him, though. I'm going to put my number two genius is Brad Marchian yep. for everything he just said. Um, I'm going to keep saying it on the podcast. When he plays with an edge, we're a different team. Yeah. He played hard through the whole game. He almost had a tip in on the power play. Nearly had an assist to Bergeron. The Bergeron usually buries, but he yeah. did not. He missed that puck, and eventually he put one home. He was confident. He's solid. I mean, dude, 20 minutes of ice time, five shots, a goal. Solid performance by Brad Marchand. Yeah, I thought was he good. was fantastic. Who's good. your number two guy, Batch? We'll keep it rolling with Brad Marchand. That's it. Deserves was, it. Yeah, he was awesome. Yep. You know, it's like I, I told you. I told you last last podcast. I think he's better without Pasternak. I really, I really, really do. Look at the way he's played. The past, three, I'd say, three games, he's looked like 2011 Brad Marchand. Has he not? He has, and I and it's it's it's. I'm not I, saying that pasta doesn't make that line better. Yeah, you're. But I'm just. You're saying, consistent here. You're, I think that Marchand is more comfortable without him there. 
I understand, I and think. I almost would like to see him with Krejci sometimes because when they're on the power play, I know it. They they're make good. some they silly good. chances they do. They that do. I'm like, whoa, like yeah. this is this is no joke. Xana, dude, who's your number two genius? I went with Charlie McAvoy for the hit. Ooh, negative two. That, two. that hit, I, that hit, knocked Carolina out. It did. Like that that is that is the moment that Carolina's series dies. Yep. So I'll go with Charlie McAvoy. I'm not. Don't care about the stats. Don't care about anything else. Just that hit changed the complexion of the series entirely. I like and, it though. Yeah, I, I, I like I what I like what Zanadude's saying because like it's it, like it, the Krug fight in the Tampa game. Yeah, and if all three of us are anything, you could say whatever you want. We are all consistent. Yeah. I mean he literally told you I don't do the numbers, you guys do the numbers, all that, but right. I see a moment in a game and That's, that, that, was, big that was the biggest moment, big moment of the whole game. So I, I understand that. And uh I like it, Xanadude. I like it. Mm-hmm. My number one genius is, and I believe it's all of ours, probably, is Jake DeBrusque. Yeah, baby. I mean, he's... The big (laughs) 7-4. Listen, he's driven me insane up until this game. So many missed chances. But tonight he played his game. He was fast. He wanted it. He finished. Yes. He scored the first and the last goal for the Bruins. He was all over the ice. He plays like this. We can be very, very dangerous. Is everyone everyone Jake DeBrusque? Yep. My guy. This is... This is anticlimactic. We all knew exactly where it's going. It's true. How could you pick anybody else? Can't. Like, can't. like, like you, you can't. Just that first goal, sco- like scoring the, uh, I guess technically the game winner. Yeah, he as did. Well, like he just, uh, he, he just dominant, and we looked. And beyond that, dominant in that, like, think of how many big goals he scored over the years that he charged in and made them happen. Like that goal, that first goal. That's the kind of stuff that you saw him in, like, a game seven against Toronto. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's the dick that brought the playoff he, That's, that's true. That he, the, the thing with him is I don't want – I think Krejci might have bestowed a little bit of, like, touch to him in the sense Skill. of, like, he feels like he wants to play, like, a coil game now. Like, he yeah. wants to finesse it. No, 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 no. no, no. no. That's not you, buddy. No. You put your head down, balls. you skate like your head is on fire, mm-hmm. and you make things happen. Yeah. That's your job. That's who you are. Let Kasha be fancy. Let Krejci be fancy. Yeah. You're the grinder you on that line. That. And I, I loved it. He was great. The Bruins, with all of these things happening, hallelujah for this podcast. It felt good. <laughs> the Bruins have a 3-1 series lead. They uh, yes. play tomorrow at 4. I predicted Ooh. the series would end in four or five at best. If Tuca was playing, we would have had the sweep, but now we're going to get it in five. But I am going to ask you guys, so I'm going to start with Batch. Is the series over tomorrow? Who wins, and what's the score? Yeah, the series is over tomorrow. Wow. They just demoralized Positive them. Batch. Just demoralized. Positive Batch. Let's see who they get next series. But, yeah, this this one's over. I think they win four nothing. What? Yeah, I think it's over. It, what? They're just going to kill them. They're going to kill them. What is, who are they you? Just crushed them. I understand, but four did not positive but batch. They, they don't look, look at they don't have Sveshnikov. I understand. They don't have Stahl. At least I, we don't I think get so. it. And they're doing this without Pasternak. They're gonna kill him. Wow. They're gonna kill him. Xana, dude. Um, same question. Is the series over tomorrow? And what's the score? Uh, uh, series done. I'm thinking like four one. This is oh. that, that wow. was that was the end. This is, I I honestly I go back. I think I think Tori or, or, or not Tori, uh, Sally McAvoy <laughs> knocked them out of the series. Oh like God. that hit 
that hit just completely obliterated them. And I, like, I, what I do bad? I'm just being no, honest. no, I'm you laughing. guys, you can't, you can't see Pat right now. You guys He's so beside are himself, loving each other. <laughs> This is such a different dynamic. He's like, this wasn't how it was supposed to go. The moment that Batch goes four to nothing is like, I've never in my life, I've known Batch a long time. For him to be like, yeah, four to nothing win, I'm like, who the frig are you? The Bruins Bruins are giving us hope. Like, like they they gave us hope. They went up 3-1. Generally, when they go up 3-1 in a series, the only, you know, they, they, like, don't give us a game seven, Bruins. I don't want a game seven in the first oh. round. My heart can't take it. Just don't even give us a game six. Just make it five. It's just, funny. Just win it in five and call it a day. It's funny that you guys say that. I say we lose. What? I say we lose. No! Hey, who, <laughs> who the fuck is what, this what, guy? What, who's, who's wearing the Viking horns over there? Does I'm just joking. It's not. Horns? It's you know we're gonna win. It's silly. Don't be so stupid. Though. Everyone's <laughs> being silly right now. I actually think this is gonna be closer than you guys think because, dude, the, their coach called them out. Yeah, I could see. He it. was like, "You guys," I forget exactly what he said. But he said something along the lines of. When I came here, this group has been gritty and they've gone for it. And I was, he said he was embarrassed by them. And when a coach says that about a team, they're either going to do what you said, which they're going to give up. And if that's the case, they are going to lose four to nothing. But I think they're going to come out on fire. I think they're going to go all over us. And I think we're going to win this game five to three. Five, three. Oh, okay. That's my score. I think they're going to score some. I think they're going to come out very, very hot. They could. So with that happening, we're all going with the Bruins winning. We have to look now to the future before we end this podcast. And um, I think I have a list here. I'm I'm doing pretty good. Batches bracket. Are you doing well? Because you had Carolina winning in six. All right, so one. Okay. There's nine more. You had Colorado winning in seven. That's oh, still, no, that's 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 uh, Columbus. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, that could still happen. Okay, actually, you're not doing that bad. Vegas no. in seven. That, mm, that, the All right, that's West Coast. Off. We're not going to go West Coast. We're going to keep it here. Yeah. So, I think I have Philly in Islanders five. in six. You might, geez, the Islanders are 3-0, right? Yeah. My goodness. Tampa's up 3-1. Flyers are up 2-1. What's the score of the Flyers right now? We're going to check. We're going to have Batch check that right now. So, as of right now, we're the four seed. If Tampa wins, we play them no matter what, right? Uh, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Four and two. No, because Philly's the one. But the so if Philly wins, we would get Philly. No, because not if the uh, Islanders win. No, the Islanders are yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Gonna, Philly's winning two to nothing. Like, yeah, the Islanders are yeah. winning no matter what. So I'm thinking we're yeah. gonna get Tampa. And I, by the way, guys, I want Tampa. Philly's winning two to nothing in the. Ooh. Third now here, here's the ultimate here's the ultimate kick in the teeth. Uh, if you want to avoid Tampa, you have to reach for Montreal. No, I won't do it. Won't do it. If Montreal wins, no, Tampa but then we would have to play Montreal. the Islanders, and I don't want to play them no, right after now. After what they just did to Washington, look at what they're I'm doing good. to them. I'm good. I mean, it's Wasn't just that the team we all wanted over Carolina. Yep. Yeah. I'm gonna listen. I was, wrong. I was wrong. I was wrong. Very I wrong. said that I wanted them I, so bad. But I did say that I think they match up better with Washington because Barry Trotz is there and Trotz coached Washington for years, so you he did. knows. You did say that Washington inside and out. What a beating that series is for them. Ugh. The Capitals. Wow. 
The good thing, though, is the Capitals were the most dangerous team against I us. so, yeah. Because Holpe just owns us. So as of right now, we're all thinking we're going to play Tampa, so let's look ahead. How do we feel about playing Tampa? Makes me nervous. Why? It's Tampa. What about him? I told you. Told me what? I don't like him. I don't like him. You just picked us to win four to nothing and destroy a series. Against Carolina. So? You Carolina... You'd Carolina making it to the Eastern Conference Finals on this. Went, this is your bracket. Your, I'm looking at your bracket. Yeah. And you had them go into the finals. <laughs> what was, are you, what was, are you talking about? <laughs> you caught me in a bad day. I was down on the Bruins. They went 0-3 in the Oh, round. by the way, What's you also had Tampa Bay losing to Columbus. So I you do. were not high on Tampa at all. No. So what are you worried about? <laughs> Xana, dude, tell him why he shouldn't be worried. Uh, because if nothing else, that Tampa series is going to be fun. It will be. Like no, it will be. Series, this Bruins season all the way up to the pause was just either the Bruins lose or steamrolling. Like, it was It was just kind of win or lose hockey until they got to that Tampa game in March. This series against Tampa is going to be one of the best playoff series that we have seen in a long time time and i am looking forward and as much as it might hurt the bruins chances i'm looking forward to the fact that we've got a fully healthy tampa to go again just to see what two absolute beast teams can do in a seven game series uh this series i will say could piss off bruins fans really bad if halak screws the pooch and they're not going to blame halak no they're going to blame tuca yeah so this could be, man, he's going to be watching this, and this could be his either retirement or, I mean. He can't win do, either I, way. He can't. If the Bruins go in there and win, then it looks like they can do it without him. That's fair. And if they lose, then it's on him. But they're going to smash I'm just, it. I'm just, I'm looking at it in a sense of, like, they lose, man. He's going to get ripped. He's going to get ripped. You think Felga's not going to rip that? I mean, he already is. They were, actually, they, they weren't as mean about him as I thought they'd be. Really? Tony Maserati wasn't mean at all. Uh, Big Jim Murray was. Uh, yeah, he hates He was ass. like, I don't understand how you guys are not pissed. Like, Felger did say the same thing as us in a right. sense of he should have done it in, in the first place. In the beginning, Don't yeah. go there and then leave. Yeah. Maz let him completely off the hook, which I thought was silly. Soft. It was. Maz. It is soft. Soft All the ass. people that are defending him, if like I said, if something horrible happened, right? Or family he's not first, right upstairs, and he's ha- then family first. Means, Xanadu yeah. don't care about that. Xanadu's like <laughs> the cup. This is happening. He's going that, for the that, cup. That, that, that's once again, it's all about the trophy. Yes. That in in, in hockey, like the, it's it's about the Stanley Cup, that specific trophy. It is nothing like the Lombardi Trophy or whatever that weird thing with the flags is for the World Series or that basketball net they give out in the NBA. <laughs> it's the Stanley Cup. It's the hardest trophy to earn in sports. Hey, oh, just go out there and win the thing. I don't care how hard it is. 13 wins to go. Ah, oh, crap, that's a big number. But we can do it. So I, I will say about Tampa, though, is Columbus has given them issues. Big like, time. They're not, like, killing Columbus. Columbus also is way more physical than us, though. They are, but I, I just think that Tampa's having all sorts of issues with them. Well, they've given them issues wise, anyway. I mean, yeah. they swept them before, so. Yeah. They, dude, if that, but they that also like, lost. five overtime game went the other way, yeah, the, I they might have handled them again. I think 
But look at what Columbus lost. They lost their starting goalie. Right. They Should lost Terry Panarin. We lost Pasternak. And they lost Matt Duchesne. It's worse for us. Shut up. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> like, no, no. Like, in the in the offseason last year. I and understand. now they come in like that. But I don't know. I, I, I just, I think it's going seven if they get Tampa. If we get Tampa, you're going, going seven. Xana, dude, what do you, what do you got? For a series. I, I've got a long, painful series seven? of six or seven. I think seven. I This is one where I lament not having an actual arena because I think I, I just watching the Bruins go into that game seven against Tampa is, was going to be just an absolute spectacle. And it was yeah. happening no matter what. Like I had Bruins versus Tampa or Bruins-Tampa game seven like back in December. We knew it was coming. This yeah. is going to be an absolute juggernaut of a series. And look forward to just a lot of painful nights and high anxiety nights. Uh, I, I have the Bruins winning. And I have... <sighs> You're going to go six or seven. You can't go five. I want to go five. You can't go five. I want to... I feel good about it, but I don't feel great about it. <laughs> if Rask was in, yeah. I'd feel a lot better about saying five. But I suppose I'll go six. I'm going five. Oh god. Bruins win in five. They just I just we're gonna ride the lightning. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna we're absolutely gonna win. We're gonna beat them. Uh the Flyers are going to beat the Islanders in six. And yeah. then we are going to smash the Phillies. Smash Flyers. them. We're going to destroy Flyers. them. I'm calling them the Phillies because I call them the Philly Lilies. Okay. It's like how I say stripe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that, those, that's what I'm thinking. Hi, Abby. And uh, we're going to end the podcast there. The Bruins are going to win. It's going to be exciting. I'm fired up about it. Xanadu, thank you for being on, buddy. Thanks for having me. I love attention. Thanks for giving me as much as I can get. You got it. So we are going to end with that. I'm happy with how it happened. Go to BigMouthSmallWords.com. We'll give you everything you need to know. Buy the FNX products. Do at it. Big Mouth Small Words Podcast on Instagram. Do it. Bruin's going to win, baby. Love y'all. <laughs>